I have a deep regret, which is I think I made a mistake pulling all of my money out of Bitcoin years ago and investing in MoviePass. So that was <laughs> mistakes this, were made. Is this the show? This is definitely the show. I guess. I don't know. This is this is premium premium Lex content on the show. Yeah. MoviePass died, kinda, you guys. You you finally did it though. You finally drove them out of business. Yeah. yeah. I like to think that maybe yeah, it was just a really long revenge play by Lex. Like he had been wronged by the MoviePass founder years ago, and he's like, you know what I'm going to do? Yeah. In like high school. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. And then he's like, I'm gonna play I'm gonna put the long play down on this. I'm gonna let him found a business. I'm gonna ruin him. <laughs> and he was and he was just lucky enough that the CEO came up with a really lousy <laughs> business plan. <laughs> I was reading an astute analysis because the the obvious things about why they died were, you know, uh, that the business model made no sense and that charging people less than the price of one movie ticket for effectively infinite movie tickets was a challenge. But let's hear about the unobvious thing. So what I thought was interesting as an analysis was that it was also very easily uh, a business model that was very easily replicable Mm. by the movie theaters themselves. Sure. So when amc theaters can say you know join our i forget what it is but their club for twenty dollars a month and be able to see up to three movies a week even on the same day and they can kind of recreate that thing and potentially offer concession discounts and all that stuff like i hadn't thought about that as another downside uh for movie pass but indeed it was the theaters have way more ability to play with that than someone who's like glomming on right like because they can like you said they can bundle stuff they have control over the pricing uh yeah that's there's there's a lot of vulnerability there i mean i guess maybe maybe that person maybe they started that business with the thought like maybe someone will buy us but like there's no reason they don't right. even need to buy them right 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 yeah but so movie pass <laughs> is dead well i you know <laughs> long live movie pass i am impressed lex because i think perhaps you got more out of it than almost anybody else who used the service yeah honestly to, to be it real, changed your I life that, right <laughs> <laughs> no, um, but I, I think that many people were using it the way I was. I think that was part of the problem. <laughs> like if if most people didn't use it to see, like I was really only seeing at the most a movie a weekend, and I typically could only do two or three weekends a month. But some people were going like every day. Yeah, that was got got squeezes juice out of that lemon, man. Mm, that's what they say. That's a, that's a business term. When life mm. gives you movie pass, squeeze some lemons. <laughs> I think that's how it goes. Uh, you Is know, it time for picks yet. <laughs> not yet not yet okay because I'm, I'm ready with one today you can't you can't steal my pick man do you know who did right. not go out of business this week apple? Is it apple? yeah it's apple that's right <laughs> good job they made we did know they made 90 billion dollars and that's not even like a, a number i threw out there to like oh that sounds like an absurdly high amount of money that no one could ever made no they literally made 90 billion dollars yeah it was another record i mean it was a record right yeah, that was a yeah. uh so not last year the holiday quarter was down slightly from the previous year, but this even beat the two year ago holiday quarter. So And Apple Apple did report that um Apple watch sales uh have exceeded their Bezos scale because <laughs> it said it's more than we've ever done before. And we're giving mm-hmm. you no mm-hmm. indication of what those numbers are. And I still think it is lame. An imaginary line goes nowhere but up. I still think it is lame that uh AirPods are in the wearables category. Because I don't think anybody except for Apple considers AirPods wearables. I mean that's my feeling. Yeah. You wear them in your ear. <laughs> I wear my phone in my pocket. Um No, you don't. <laughs> So I, I want to ask your you guys pants. a question. 
on and the... your phone happens to be near. You're not wearing you don't coins. know me. <laughs> yeah, I, I know you pretty well, Mister Movie Pass. Uh, um, so I was having an issue uh, with my Beats X Pro Wireless Apple Pro wire, whatever my Be- headphones are. That please, are like AirPods please, Lex, Beats, Be- Beats Power 10. Beats Pro, Beats Ten. Yes, my Power Beats Pro. <laughs> um, both would pair, but only one ear would play. And so after trying a couple things. I decided to just reset them. And resetting those kinds of things is pretty easy, at least on the Power Beats Pro, whatever, you hold down a button, <laughs> and then they are reset. Um, so I do that and repair. And only upon repairing was it like, hey, do you want to enable this other feature where you can have uh, Siri read messages to you as they arrive, which I had read about, but it was never an option for me. So repairing them, uh, this is just a pro tip, and yeah, they repairing them suddenly gave me that option. Uh, which I have found hit or miss. Are either of you guys using that with your AirPods, the thing where Siri can read out your texts when they arrive? Yeah, I use it. I really like it. I do not. I like it, except it tends to... I don't get that many texts. It tends to... I'm going to fix that for you, Moltz. Um, no, good. It, you know, it sometimes starts overlapping the other audio that's playing, then pauses it, and then doesn't resume it. <laughs> so huh. that experience I have not enjoyed. I have not seen that on the AirPods Pro. Uh, it generally just ducks the audio slightly, and then does like a little chime and then reads like Lex Friedman says when are when are we doing our show <laughs> Lex Friedman says peeing then ready yeah sorry I didn't say it <laughs> I do like too that it, it it knows about group chats right so like if you it would say uh in the rebound Lex says peeing then ready <laughs> previously yes. on the rebound Peeing then ready was a private message for my co-hosts. It wasn't for all of my <laughs> listeners to know. This is the kind of content that our uh, special That's members right. get. This is the behind-the-scenes inside baseball. Is the siren as loud for you guys as it is for me? Oh, it's like, pretty I can loud. Hear the yeah, siren, it's pretty loud. So that's kind of loud. What'd you do? Uh, normally, Sorry. normally that's the kind of content on other shows that people would have to be like subscribers, paying subscribers to access. <laughs> that's right. Not on this show. <laughs> <laughs> we should have subscribers so why, that the other people don't have to yeah, listen to that. Why give away the cow when you can get the milk for free? <laughs> I don't think that's why how that goes, but <laughs> I had a fever for two days, so... <laughs> have you updated to iOS 13.1 something? I have not, because I have to reboot my phone every time I need to update. Because it will... Every time, every time there's an update and I go to check for an update, it just it spins forever and then it says... It says out. get an SE2. And so I have to so yeah, it says why haven't you bought the iPhone 9 yet? Because it's not out, and then we get into this big argument. <laughs> and I uh, I have to reboot it, and then the first thing I do once I reboot is go check for the update, and then it shows the update. I've no idea why it does that, but that's what it does. I've installed the iOS update, the Apple TV update, and the HomePod update, but not the watch. Or the Mac update. God, so many freaking updates. <laughs> and your car. Yeah. You, you did your car. Did you update your car? I have not, and I'm a little worried about that. <laughs> Who knows what might happen? Uh, yeah, that's right. Is there something in this update? I didn't even. I saw the thing slide. You know, the update news go by, but I didn't really. Nothing that's, jumped out. Uh, bug it, fixes. It noted down. a fix. It noted a fix for something that I then realized had been a problem for me, uh, which was. When it's taking, what's the term for the the fancy photo algorithm now, where it can do fancy photos deep, that you don't even know are happening? The deep learn no. Yeah. Deep, when it's I doing the, the the deep fake photos. <laughs> nope, that's not um, it. That's not, not that. It. Um, 
the oh my god this uh, is, that sometimes those photos wouldn't be available to edit right away we know a lot and, about technology trust us deep <laughs> yeah. fusion is what we're thinking of. deep fusion so there it, it said like it repaired a bug where when taking deep fusion photos they wouldn't be available for editing and in fact it, the bug was that was a a uh terser description than the reality of that bug but i was finding that sometimes i would take photos and then if i went to share them uh immediately to to uh uh, message them or send them via air or something or whatever that none of it would work it'd be like sorry this photo isn't available and then you would exit and tap into it again and then it would work and i now i know that was how i could identify for which photos it was using that fancy photo taking <laughs> um mm. otherwise i don't know how you tell uh but when i saw that that was a fix i was very excited because i've been running into it pretty much every time i take photos uh so that was exciting oh, and this one also this update also has the ability to turn off the u1 chip in the uh 11 series is that ultra wideband chip which people discovered was still like tracking location data because there was no way to turn it off but that's been fixed but there is now yes so there was no way to turn it off. right that's what i'm saying now there's a toggle yeah. for it is that what i said i don't know i can't hear <laughs> you myself said is but that's okay <laughs> because your you guys, ears dan, are so plugged up are you on cold medication dan no <laughs> this is great <laughs> would you like to be yes Okay, I can get you some. Cool. All right. Real cheap. Is it just bourbon? Um, is that oh, what it Lex, is? Lex, you know, some not exactly related to Movie Pass, but um, something that you might be interested in is: uh, Have you seen that the the apparently the NFL has been in talks with Apple? Yeah, I the, the think this was reported in the Athletic. Because um, yes, for the correct. Past many years, uh, Dish TV has been paying more than a billion dollars a year. A billion—that's like almost yeah. a ninetieth of Apple's. It's a lot anyway, of it's uh, a lot of money. <laughs> but Apple has that money to spare. But so, but Dish has been paying a billion dollars plus so they can do the NFL Sunday Ticket, which is streaming access or sorry, satellite access, I guess, to uh, all NFL games subject yeah. to blackout rules in your local area. Um, right. And Apple uh, reportedly could be interested in bidding on them, uh, yeah. which yeah. become those rights become available in twenty twenty two. I think I saw. Mm-hmm. Yep, that is correct. You're correct on all points. Yeah, I, I, I would be shocking to me if Dish doesn't lose that to one of the major streaming services, whether it's Amazon yeah. or Apple or somebody else. Yeah, it doesn't make. I mean, it, Dish is so limiting that it's kind of ridiculous to have it on that. That one in this in this day and age platform, yeah, when you can yeah. stream it, you know, on right. any and, number, and of you know, as 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 you know, and I know, trying to to get it another way because I'm not switching to Dish is um is frustrating. And if it yes. was in the Apple TV app, I would I would shell out the money. I would happily pay them, and I did end up paying them, but you know, not in the way that they think. Um. Moltz is referring to the fact that if you set a use a yeah. VPN to indicate that you're international, that's where NFL Correct. sells streaming online. So, yeah, based I mean, so I ended up games. paying them like 120 bucks or something to watch, you know, because my father-in-law wanted to watch Ravens games, and you know, we live in freaking you know outside of Seattle. It's like, why can't we watch Ravens games as they're playing, and you know, and, and happily pay? I mean, I I would have paid almost anything. I mean, he's 87; he's not gonna like he's not gonna see that many more Ravens games. So we're happy to pay for how many ever he can see. And they just like, well, sorry, we won't take your money. You know, you can't watch them. You can watch them later. It's like, 
I don't know who does. <laughs> if you're that. wondering why it's worth a billion dollars, I was trying to think about it because, like, I, I agree with Moltz. I also pay 120 dollars a year to do this to be able to watch the games I want to watch. And if you imagine that there's a million people in the U.S. who, who would pay 120 dollars a piece, exactly. That, my friends, right there is a billion dollars. It's slightly yeah. more. So I get it. I can understand the value prop to these companies that want to sell it. I don't know. Yeah. Anyway, looking forward to that. Looking forward to that changing. There was also a rumor that Apple was in discussions over MGM, which is a thing that has been floated in the past in terms of Apple being interested in buying it, uh, which would come with, in theory, the Bond movie franchise, of which I know Lex is a big fan. Um, Mm, As are you. (laughs) And, I mean, it's like, so MGM, you know, used to be kind of one of the, like, big, what, five, six studios, but they've kind of, I think they've fallen on slightly harder times. Um, Right. And so, you know, not surprising that they'd want to get shopped around. But, uh, yeah, I don't know. That's, a- Apple has not bought any existing media companies or properties, really, right? Like, everything has been kind of developed, you know, they're, they're buying... What beats? Right, but not like, not like yeah. for, for their, you know, streaming service stuff. Yes. No, you know, right, everything right, that right. they have bought is stuff that's being, like, they bought from, like, production companies, right? Like, they haven't bought, like, yep. a big a big chunk of rights of any existing IP, which is, you know, something that a lot of people were more critical of when it came to signing up for the service. It's like, well, they don't have this big library of existing content. Why should we shell out for just these, like, few shows or whatever? Um, Yeah. But, you know, nothing to say that they couldn't buy this and implement it, you know, (laughs) not long uh, before people have to actually start paying for this thing, right? Like, there's, there's another nine months worth of free subscriptions yeah. probably for a lot of people so yeah i mean when the fall rolls around if they're like oh by the way we bought this company and we have all this stuff that we're adding to the apple tv plus streaming service that could yeah. prove a lot more compelling to people to date what apple's been doing i think on this front has been poaching executives from some of those yes, companies right on yeah. the creative side yeah they just um, yeah, hired a dude at stars too i think who just left right the 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 thing that's you know, Netflix's whole business model eventually pivoted to we're going to stop trying to license this stuff because it's just going to be increasing numbers of bidding wars and we're going to make more and more of our own stuff. So I think that Apple would not be the company that would be willing to spend the most on this because I think that they would have the same approach of they would rather make great stuff than get a license to a library of stuff. Yeah, but Netflix makes somebody... Netflix makes so much more stuff. Netflix like throws True. everything at the wall to see what works and it also does do it also buys a lot of rights to things overseas um both in terms of buying stuff that's international and then showing it here and buying the out of u.s rights for a lot of shows that are shown here on streaming services like if you go overseas for a while anyways like things like the expanse uh was on netflix and like a bunch of other uh uh things that belonged to st- on streaming services in the u.s were on netflix abroad mm-hmm. um so they you know they diversified as much as that goes but yeah i think they realized not only the bidding war thing but the problem was also going to be so many of these so many of these properties came from companies that were going to start rolling their own services right like all the disney stuff that they had rights to was eventually going to get wrapped up into disney plus and i assume all the stuff from like warner is eventually going to get wrapped up into their hbo service etc so sooner or later yeah all the people they're buying content from are like, why are we giving this to Netflix? We can just be making more money on it on our own. So certainly making individual, like original stuff makes a lot of sense for them. But they also, I think, are far less discriminating about the stuff that they make. Yeah. 
That's for sure. You're saying Netflix is less discriminating? I think so. I think that they yes. they make they cast a much well, broader <laughs> net in terms of what they're making. Well, Apple hasn't made much to begin True, with. That's my point, is they've made um, relatively yeah. little. Like they could have gone yeah. out and been like, We're just throwing money left and right and acquiring all of these it's products. Not, and it's not to say that everything Apple has made has been great. <laughs> True. True. But um some of it has. Yeah, I don't know. I still haven't watched most of it. So <laughs> did the season end for uh the the Russian space race show whose name I can't remember? For all mankind. For all mankind, yes. Yes, it did. Yeah. It did. It was good. It was good. Yeah. I will say quite, with Disney Plus, my, my daughter has been watching, uh, let me see if I can get this name right, High School Musical, the musical, the series, mm-hmm, <laughs> and, mm-hmm. which is the official name of the show. And Sierra uses its full name every time, which kills me. Um, but, you know, the first <laughs> five episodes or something were available right away. And then it was, she was like, there was so many cliffhangers and I don't know what's going to happen. And then new episodes come out each week. And she's like, this is horrible. And I'm like, this is how it all used to be. <laughs> yeah, really. <laughs> and, uh, it just kills her that she's got to wait a week. Now, uh, flip, tell her, totally tell her, her about the time that you tell her like, oh, yeah, but sometimes you waited a week and a show came on and it was one you'd already seen before. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> that was the but worst. Like, or, there, or there was a thunderstorm and you couldn't watch it yeah, at all. Right. I, I love uh, Curb Your Enthusiasm, which has a new season on HBO right now, and I'm not watching it yet because I like to be able to binge that show. So I'm waiting until it's stocked up a few episodes from the new season before I start. So I get her perspective. But uh, it was so – she's like, you have to wait a week for a new episode? And I was like, dude, we had to wait like, – 30 weeks between seasons <laughs> i mean people have to wait for a new week for an episode of this show that's right it's terrible <laughs> so, sometimes longer you know just like mm. yeah, a holiday it's definitely not worth it either and sometimes we can't even afford to have all the hosts on at the I same know, time it's true but you know what makes it more easy for us to afford having all those hosts on <laughs> the support of of kind sponsors like kensington this episode of the rebound is brought to you by kensington the people who make universal docking stations that are designed to increase productivity it's so easy to use. You can get access to more ports and make your sleek MacBook, Chromebook, or other laptop as powerful as a desktop. It's plug-and-play with no drivers, so you can enjoy up to dual 4K display with HDMI and DisplayLink video connectors, plus USB 3, USB-C, and Thunderbolt 3 with power delivery available. The Kensington engineering team has three decades of experience, that's half a molt, in high-volume manufacturing of hardware IT products, plus rigorous test cycles and quality control means all their products are tested above industry standards. If you're an IT decision maker, and I pray that you are, and you're looking to find the right docking solutions for your organization, check Kensington's Pro Concierge program and test drive a docking solution today. Visit kensington.com slash rebound right now to check out Kensington. That's kensington.com slash rebound to learn more. Our thanks to Kensington for their support of The Rebound and of Dan Morin. Oh, thank you. Yeah, thanks. I appreciate it. During, during this difficult time in Dan's life. Uh, yes. That, when he's had a cold. It was the flu. Come on. <laughs> was it the flu? Did you think that? Did, how do you? Uh, do, does anybody really know the difference? Yeah, the flu is like a cold, only way worse. <laughs> <laughs> i'm a medical professional you can trust me mm. <laughs> okay then i also had the flu yeah that's all right that's that's my understanding i don't know and i got the flu shot too so that seems yeah the, as my doctor pointed out the the flu shot you know i think the best version protects you against like four different strains and there's easily yeah, like right. 12 yeah. or something like that so right Anyway, oh, well. It may have also less. It may uh, help your recovery. You may recover faster and not get it as badly. Because it didn't of, seem like it, but okay, right? But my point is, it might have been even worse if you hadn't had it. Sure, 
Right. I mean, I that's the thing with like exploded. So there was a, yeah, that would be really ugly. Um, well, I mean, like this whole thing, it, this is actually relevant, I guess, because it came up, I think, during the financial call this week um, was the coronavirus, uh, because Apple has not only, I think, closed a few of its stores in China, uh, but yep. is also basically considered it, you know, something that could affect their next quarter uh, and may even delay certain products. Yeah, I think they even said that they baked some of that into yes, the rest of it. I think that is true. Um, so, yeah. I didn't even realize Macs were susceptible. Wow. <laughs> 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 wow. Yeah, I have bad news because according to a Bloomberg, according to a Bloomberg report, John, uh, it could affect the uh, iPhone SE 2 slash iPhone 9. I, I know. I saw that too. Because <laughs> as you know, I God doesn't want you to have that very phone. close tabs on what's going on with that phone. <laughs> it says in this report, it because says I have to reboot my phone every time I want to update it. Uh, in this report, it says that they'll be able to make um, just enough so that everybody who wants one, except for John Moltz, can have one. <laughs> right. That's Which I think right. is fair. Yeah. That sounds That's exactly tough, right. Tough, but yeah. fair. Uh-huh. Uh, yeah. Uh, anyways, well, it's, I mean, I, I don't know. I think I saw something saying Foxconn said it wouldn't affect like it's, you know, manufacturing or whatever, but I think it's kind of, that's what you say, right? They don't give a lot of sick days to their employees. Yeah, right. Yeah. They're just going oh, to, they're just going to lose a lot more employees the hard way. Yeah. Oh boy. <laughs> it's funny because yeah. it's the part of Apple nobody likes to think about. <laughs> yeah. Part mm-hmm. of like it's modern hilarious. world. Yeah. yeah I mean. We talked about this before, like a few months ago, when they were having the whole issue with, um, you know, dealing with the Chinese government and stuff like that. And, you know, if you're if you're not at this point, if Apple is not trying to diversify its suppliers to the point where it's not reliant on China, I think that's actually like corporate malfeasance. Because <laughs> I think sooner or later they're going to get into a bind that they can't get out of, uh, and that is going to be a significant issue. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, and you can't you can't imagine that they like seeing their share price affected that way either. No, yeah. When all the you know trade garbage keeps going on, because yeah, because of you know who. <laughs> I don't. I don't know who. Dan, <laughs> I'm delirious. <laughs> guy English. It's Guy, guy English. Oh, that guy. It's Guy English. <laughs> um, <laughs> you guessed correctly. One of the uh, stats in the in the financials that everybody was talking about was the fact that um, Tim Cook, I think, said that 75% of Apple Watch buyers were new to, uh, let's see if I get this right, I can't remember now if it was new to Apple Watch or new to Apple, like, the ecosystem? I think he was saying new to Apple Watch. Okay. I would think so. Okay. Um, yeah. Because otherwise they would have had to have also bought a, an iPhone and... Yes. Okay. I mean, I guess, I guess, I guess, yeah, yeah, but still, that's still, that's a a lot. I mean, and as some people pointed out, like they're still offering the series three at like 200 bucks or something. So like, yeah, pretty good entry level product there. Um, but that's, yeah, I think the Apple watch, you know, to, to go with your Bezos comment earlier, uh, it does seem like it is become much more popular, uh, in terms of, yeah. Yeah. It's hard, you know. Well, both of them. I mean, you start seeing you've started seeing uh, Apple Watches and AirPods practically everywhere now. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. That's true. I mean, it's it's reached iPod levels. I will, and I actually, I would even say that I see Apple Watches everywhere, but it's rare that I spot an Apple Series Five, an Apple Watch Series Five everywhere, because you see Apple Watches and everybody, and I always check to see if there's a facelift up on it or not. 
mm. uh, when they're not using it, uh, which is the only way I know to tell if it's a Series 5. And That's I don't it. see as many of those as I expected, but I see tons of watches. That was the creepiest yeah. line in the Sixth Sense reboot. I see Apple watches <laughs> everywhere. <laughs> That's what they hired Channel on for. Yeah. The watch. <laughs> That's right. The, the That's watch right. battery was dead the whole time. <laughs> Why the face was wrong. <laughs> Can I do picks yet? And do I have the same yeah, pick Yeah, let's go. Should we, we just jump to the pick? We all know what we're Is everyone here. picking the same thing? Yeah, I think so. I don't know. What are you picking, Moltz? Is it Spell, spell Tower Plus? Spell tower we're plus. all <laughs> picking Spell Tower Plus. All right. Well, this show sucks. I love sucks. Spell Tower. <laughs> I love Spell Tower, and I still play it. But it's one of my like top five most played games, I think. And Spell Tower Plus is great. I never played Spell Tower. I don't know why, mm, but I never did. Bit. And um, and But now I'm playing Spell Tower Plus, and... It's it's basically exactly what I want. I think my favorite my my the thing that frustrates me the most about games like this is I feel like I know a decent number of words and I always get frustrated when I can't make those words. Like I was playing earlier yes. this morning and I literally had at the like, bottom line of something I could almost spell ebony except there was an I in the way and there was like nothing above the I to get rid of it. So I and I just like spent the entire game staring at it, going like so close i'm so close to being that's, the part, of, that that's the part of the game that i have not gotten good at yet is is to figuring out like how to get rid of things in order to get letters to fall where i want them to be i really uh am enjoying puzzle mode which is new i think um or i never played it in the original. That, that's the one where it goes uh, up right like or like that's right. adds more rows yeah. yeah i got a bonkers high score the very first time i played which is offensive to me because now oh, i can't at, beat it look at this <laughs> guy look at this guy uh, listen, I'm not saying what it is because maybe it's not bonkers high in the realm of everybody else, it was, but it's bonkers it high was, for me. It was 12. Um, yeah, it was 12. But I just wish that the game, and I wish this in the original version too, could decide on its own when there are no turns left because I'm very stubborn and don't want to end mm. it because you have to hit done on the regular right. tower mode. <laughs> right. And I don't want to until I'm sure. And the game knows if there's any words left and it won't tell me. And that makes me angry. I mean, I got, I think the one I played, I eventually had no vowels left and I was like, all right, fine. (laughs) I concede. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, I mean, it's Zach Gage and I don't think Zach Gage has made a game that I haven't played at least (laughs) at some point. So I, yeah, yeah, I, I like his work. So yes, indeed. Uh, are either be fantastic checking out board. people? Checking the leaderboard. I'm sure I'm not on the. I'm sure I'm not. On the... Um, I. You know what? I I've used it in the past, and with this week's update, I was thinking about giving it another try. But I, yeah, I've discovered. We talked about it a little bit on Clockwise this week about this. Um, I've discovered that I like. I'm just. I'm a default app person now, and I don't know how I got that way. Well, I really, in large part, went the other direction, and I don't know how that happened either, so I understand. But I literally use <laughs> Gmail and a web browser. Uh, I do use Safari, um, and I, I have been a Fantastical user for you Use Gmail in a years. web browser on your phone? No. Okay. I use the Mail app on Gmail my phone. Gmail and, and a web browser. Okay. Yeah. Right. I, use the, I use Gmail. On, on my phone, I also use the Gmail app sometimes right. when I want to search, because Apple's Mail's search yeah, is horrible. not great. Um, but... So I'm a big Fantastical fan, and when I first saw some of the features they were describing that were coming, like the ability to help you schedule meetings, I was excited because that's the one thing that I can't believe Google doesn't do better or the Fantastical doesn't do better. Um, and now it does. I, I love people charging for apps. I don't mind a subscription model for apps. I don't. I, I'm a very heavy calendar user and a very heavy Fantastical user, but I, $40 a year is, is more than I'm willing 
Um, but I did, you know, get the upgrade and I'm using the, the versions there. It's it's not it's not far from what I'd be willing to pay per year, but forty dollars is slightly over the tier because that's 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 my like I think that's where my decision point is on on app subscriptions. I don't think I get forty dollars yeah. worth of value. Yeah, yeah. I, I I think that was one reason when for when Fantastical I think some one one of the updates at some point it was going to cost me you know forty bucks or whatever. And this is not per year. This was still when it was like a single purchase. And again, for me, yeah. unlike you, Lex, I am not a heavy calendar user. And so there are features that I like in Fantastical where it's like, I wish this was in calendar because that would improve my life, but it wasn't $40 worth of improving my life. And, and that was a tough, yeah, like a, a, a difficult sort of decision to make. But I'm kind of curious because they now have all this stuff in the free tier, uh, whether yeah. I can get by with a lot of that. But I, I you know, yeah. I have this stupid nitpicky thing that I, I want calendar for on my iOS devices, and that's just it shows the date in the icon. And Cantastical can't do that. It's not their fault. That Apple won't let them do that. But it it bugs me so much that I, I can't switch. That's one of the I reasons the, why I use it on the Mac is because it gives you that that calendar well first of all it gives you the date, which you can you can get kind of in the clock, but it, then it's like a long date instead of a, just a, the day of the month, which is like the right. only thing that I'm never <laughs> sure. I know what day of the week it is, but I oh, man. very often don't know what date it is. Um and then the ability to just to click on it and see the entire month in one view is really I do use so I don't I, I highly recommend incidentally on the Mac side, uh there's an app called I think it's just called the clock. Um, which I really like, uh, and it does not only does it have a calendar in the drop down, but it lets you. I essentially used it to replace in the menu bar the built in clock widget. Um, okay, and you can configure it much more like to your liking. It's got like it's way more configurable. Uh, you can add time zones and stuff in like that. And I've been using this for a few years now, and I really hmm. like it. All right, that's a pick for you. Damn, yeah, yeah. Well, pretty good. I, I, One I that do I want to know. know. Because otherwise we'll get we'll get emails. You can configure Fantastical on iOS to show the date using the badge indicator, which yeah, is what I, I, hate, I hate. I don't that. have thirty meetings. It's the thirtieth. I. <laughs> it's so dumb that they have to do that that it makes me angry at Apple because it's like yes. I I you know part of like the OCD part of me like always wants to clear all my badges on stuff. Just be like, oh, I don't want the yeah. red things showing up, and I turn them off for some things. Uh, and so that would just bug me. It would bug me so much. It, I I had the same issue initially, and then I just it it no longer it doesn't even I forget that it's a hack. Like I forget that that's how they're doing it because it just doesn't bother me. And I'm like, oh, that's the date. <laughs> um, so yeah, uh, but I agree with you. Apple should they let you update your icon on the the Mac OS dock? They should let you. And do you it can on the change iOS dashboard. There is a way to change the icon, but you can't have it sort of programmatically change, right? Because like. P-calc, for example, what they should do James is create custom icons. icons. They should create custom icons for each day, and then have Federico Vitici create a workflow that can automatically change the icon for the app for each day of the month. That's the solution. Perfect. No, so I think we've solved it. Uh, you guys want to talk about iPad multitasking at all, or no? I mean, I really, I don't. I find it very confusing too, and it's so confusing that I just, I don't use it. Like, I, I I don't turn it off. I haven't turned anything off, but I and I every once in a while, I very rarely though uh, accidentally initiate it, and I mostly just I, mo I mostly just like because if I'm doing multi any kind of multitasking at all, I'm doing it with a keyboard, and then I can just command tab 
through things. I use it a fair amount, actually, um, but I 100% agree with John Gruber's post about this. Like, even though I use it a fair amount, it is always frustrating to use. Like, and it's not... Like, I could see the argument like, oh, you'll get used to it and your muscle memory will build up. It is so finicky about certain things. Like, trying... Just the fact that for multitasking, you have to drag something out of the dock. Like, A, you can only use the apps that are in the dock. And B... I always, like, trying to drop it in a place where it ends up in the split screen instead of on the slide over or vice versa, it is incredibly mm-hmm. finicky about which one it ends up at. I, I use it all the time. Again, only, though, when my iPad is in a keyboard case, uh, which is pretty much all the time. But, and I almost only ever launch apps side-by-side side via Spotlight, which mm-hmm. I think Gruber eventually mentioned in a, in a later post. But so you can be in one app, command space, get Spotlight to come up, search, and then drag the icon of that app to one side or the other. But I agree, the the slide over whatever is garbage. And if I ever get an app into Split View, like if I accidentally in Safari be like open in a new window instead of a new tab, I hate everything because I have no idea how to use yeah, that, how to get it to go right. away again. Yeah. Uh, it's miserable. But yeah, I, I can't believe how not smart multitasking is. And it feels like they are all in on this approach. Yeah, I want a uh, grand you know restart a reboot on how that shit works and i don't know if that's what apple's plan is it's 10 i mean 10 years in it really feels like it should be better like i don't know i mean i guess 10 years after the original mac os launched there were still some problems you know like there were technology things that had not been embraced 10 years after the Mac's launch right like the protected memory and preemptive multitasking and all that stuff that people really wanted and you know eventually that got ironed out but it meant switching to os 10 um i'm not sure what the answer is here uh is there like because the it feels like ipad os was kind of their attempt to break things off but at the same time it doesn't feel significantly different so i i they really that that is the biggest thing that needs work in my opinion on the ipad and it really needs work like a lot i get the sense that uh not enough senior people are dog fooding iPad multitasking to get work done. <laughs> that's, yeah. that's my read. Because I think as, long, as, as soon as you try to do yeah. it regularly, that's where you're like, well, this doesn't actually work. Well, it's the biggest place where I still end up falling back to a Mac for things. And you're just like, wow, this system is so much better. <laughs> I can put Windows wherever I want. <laughs> like, I, I don't know. It feels like such a step backwards in that way, right? Like, the, the Mac is so configurable in terms of multitasking. It is just hands down better than the ipad hands down and it's not like when will syracuse release an app that makes multitasking on the right. ipad better that's, that's my right. question but it's like it, it's one of those things that 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 like it just it, it blows my mind because it's like guys you solved this problem already <laughs> what 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 is the issue here Moltz is holding out until multitasking works on the iphone se size screen <laughs> I just, I don't, I don't, I don't know. I don't use it that much. But. Well, but that's my point. You would probably use it more if it was actually usable. I guess, I guess I would. I, I mean, I think I use the iPad differently, but um, then I use the Mac and I don't know. I mean, okay. All right. <laughs> like, I, agree. I, mean, I agree Moltz. that it's bad. I agree that it's definitely bad, but it's like, are you playing spell tower plus right now? Is that what's happening? No, I'm not. <laughs> I'm not. <laughs> I feel like I just don't have a dog in this hunt. <laughs> mm. 
A dog in this hunt. Okay. Is that what the word? Is that how you say that? I, I would say a <laughs> it dog didn't in sound this right fight. to me, but let's go with it. A dog in this fight. Yeah. Because yeah. in the hunt, hunt, they're not really competing. A monkey in this hunt. <laughs> yeah, there you go. <laughs> I don't feel like I have a chunky in this monkey. <laughs> that uh, sounds like a personal problem. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I, I think the show might have ended. I don't know. If we're, if we're not talking about small phones, I'm just out. I don't think the show's ended quite yet. I don't know. Maybe. <laughs> well, then we need the next topic, please. Are we topic doing a 38-minute show? Is that what we're doing now? It, well, you, no, we're just waiting on you. The, the attention turns to Dan. No, has one more I, hot Apple topic he wants to address. I Yes, the hottest of Apple topics, uh, which is the... Um, did you see there's a patent filing? We love patent filings because they're delightful and oh ridiculous. God, yes. But this one was the curved iMac. That was like one sheet of yeah. glass. Uh, and was the keyboard glass as well? Maybe. It was kind of hard to Wasn't tell. Sure. Yeah. Um, it's one right. of those things where it's like, I'm kind of surprised sometimes that the iMac has lasted in its form factor as long as it has. Um, because it's essentially unchanged. I, I would argue all the way back yeah. to like the G5 iMac, the white one. Yeah. yeah, like you know, it's it's gone through some refinements and stuff, but like it basically looks the it's same. The same. Um, right. And it's a stand with a it's a stand with holding a screen and and like there's an argument a separate keyboard and mouse. There's an argument like I don't know how do you get more refined than that, right? Like it's kind of pretty minimalist. Yeah. Um, I think the biggest issue with it right now is like if you kind of look at them, and I'm you know I've got a 5K iMac here from. 2017 um and like the bezels are still pretty thick especially when you compare it to like what's on most of apple's other products these days and so you could make an argument that yeah okay you could make the bezels a lot thinner you could reduce that chin a little more or something um but other than that you know really what can you do to change the design of it i'm not sure that a uh made entirely of glass with these crazy like well, curves would really improve anything but i don't know and it it seems like it creates an ergonomic problem too because you have to you have to look down at the screen i mean it's more it's a laptop right solution which the one of the benefits of having a desktop machine is that you can you can put the screen higher and not put stress on your neck by looking down all the time yeah i mean i need to I, with this one you would not be able to do that i have a riser on my iMac because otherwise it would be way too low for me. Um, yeah. And yeah, that's, that would be a lot hard. This looks like, you know, a computer invented by people who watched a lot of Star Trek The Next Generation. Yes. <laughs> right. Also not very ergonomic. Like, <laughs> oh, they actually, no, it looks like the, though, it looks like the keyboard comes off. Yeah, I didn't understand. Okay, so the keyboard that? does come off. All right, so, um. Are those trackpads on either side of it? I don't... Apple separately describes multiple embodiments of the design, including one with a detachable, removable keyboard that fits over the lower portion of the glass design, which, when in place, allows the glass to detect the keystrokes. That's bananas. Well, so then... See, I'm... Yeah. This is just making me angry. I don't think this is actually a thing that we're ever going to (laughs) see. It'll be announced tomorrow. (laughs) Uh, yeah, the real shame is when people accidentally uh, drop their iMacs because they have been, you know, they're very slippery when they're all glass. Yeah, right. It's, and then smash. Yeah. AppleCare won't cover that well, you for just you. Get the, you get the AppleCare Plus yeah. and, um, you know, it's $10,000 a month. <laughs> <laughs> and worth Fine. every penny, by the way. 
Yeah. Hey, did we talk about services revenue? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah so Not that, enough. Yeah, that that ninety uh, percent of that twenty billion dollars in services revenue or whatever was all people dropping their phones. I think most of my time, like five years from now, is just going to be spent managing you know, uh, subscription services. <laughs> yeah, this is this is Molta's new job. We're actually going to outsource all <laughs> of our right. subscription handling like, to I John. Make, I make negative money at it, but um, maybe that's a service. Maybe that's a service. <laughs> People subscribe to me, and then I manage their I manage their services, their services subscriptions. Oh, that does remind me of. I don't know if you guys saw this thing, the scroll. Did you see this that was going around? Um, it's a oh. service where you sign up and it gives you access to uh, websites ad-free. And I'm kind of not 100% sure how that works, but it seems extremely questionable. Yeah. <laughs> um, essentially, it's a $5 per month subscription service that gives you a bunch of websites without ads. Uh, and it seems... That seems bizarre to me. Like... I don't know. Do the do the websites know that they're doing this? <laughs> this is my question. I think so. Uh, and, it, like, if so, then, all right, I can kind of see. Like, this is something I'd always thought about, like, I would kind of like is, um, there's no way to do this on a radio, but, like, I thought it would be great. Like, you got your public radio station, and every once in a while they do their fundraiser drives. It'd be great if they could tell, we already paid you. Stop playing the fundraising drive just for me. Yeah, uh, right. And, like, I, I kind of, I would like a system like that for where it's like, ah, subs, you know, support websites directly and we'll stop showing you ads. And some places do that. But, like, obviously, if you were just use Google ads or whatever, that's a lot harder to do. But, yeah. Anyways, uh, if you pay us, you still have to listen to the ad. Sorry. <laughs> also, there's no way for you to pay oh. us. So, there you go. This episode is <laughs> also brought to you by Scroll, I guess. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> it's brought to you by paying us. I can't tell if the apps are if the websites publishers are getting paid from this revenue or not. It suggests that so it suggests that Vox is a partner with Scroll. Um, in the Verge article I'm reading about it. Oh yes, I see that. It tracks where you visit and automatically divvies payment up between those partner sites. All right, they take thirty percent. That's interesting. Um, I don't think it will last, but it's it's the movie pass of websites. <laughs> <laughs> all right now we're done pretty fine now we're done pretty fine